As the Boston Bruins prepare to take on the Minnesota Wild on Tuesday night, rookie forward Matt Potra is in Sweden as he has been loaned to Team Canada for the World Junior Championship. We're going to take a look at all of that as well as assess the Eastern Conference power rankings here on a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Tuesday, December 19th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. The Bruins are getting ready to take on the Minnesota Wild here on Tuesday night. And meanwhile, Matt Potra has begun skating with Team Canada after being loaned for the World Junior Tournament, which begins on December 26th. What was behind this decision? Is it the right call for the Bruins and for Matt Potra? We'll discuss that here on today's podcast. First, a quick reminder, you can find the show on social media, X, Instagram, at LockedNHLBruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey thoughts, at Ian C. McLaren. Monday's practice for the Bruins featured Potra skating as an extra. And then from all accounts, from Boots on the Ground, Steve Conroy from the Boston Herald, Connor Ryan, Scott McLaughlin, they all mentioned Ty Anderson, that after the practice, Patra led the skate, and he was also taking some shootout attempts on Jeremy Swayman, followed by some USA, USA, signaling something international was going on, and as it happens, Potsy is going international, loaned to Team Canada for the World Junior Championship. And General Manager Don Sweeney, after practice, said it's quite an accomplishment for all young hockey players to get a chance to represent their country on one of the biggest stages. It's unique in the fact that he's playing in the NHL. So, you know there's a possibility that it could have put in Matt's mind what's really going on here. But from their assessment, there's no downside for him to go and represent Canada, to be a leader on the team, perhaps be named team captain, challenge for the scoring or MVP honors at the tournament, and hopefully accomplish the ultimate goal that all young players have, which is winning on one of the biggest stages. So Patra's going there to represent Team Canada, but he's also there to represent the Bruins himself and his family, and Don Sweeney believes he'll continue to do so well. Now, what does it mean for Patra after the tournament? Don Sweeney said he is coming back. He's earned that. 
the Bruins have made that commitment to him. Uh, he'll have to earn his right, just like he did coming out of training camp, to stay in the lineup and continue to contribute to the lineup. But the overall plan that was presented to him was take this opportunity, embrace it, uh, step up, earn those big minutes in high-pressure situations for Team Canada. Look, he's kind of been sidelined late in games recently. He's had this planned absence, and he's going into a situation, like make no mistake, playing for Team Canada at the World Juniors is a huge responsibility. And if Canada doesn't win, you're you know, you're disappointed for sure. Um, There's high expectations every year for Team Canada at the World Juniors. It is in Sweden, so perhaps the magnifying glass won't be as intense, but still high leverage pressure pressure situations that he's going to be thrust into at the highest level for his age group. He should be able to handle it well. He should take those things that happen in the Bruins locker room and impact that his new teammates from that leading from that bit of experience and come back, reinsert himself with that experience and hopefully on a high. Um, and also look, Pavel Zaka could be ready to play as early as tonight. Morgan geeky has stepped up and played very well. At the center position in Zaka's absence, you have Coyle featured down the middle as well. So, Potra will be missed. He's done a good job. But at the same time, uh, they should be able to um, continue to succeed down the middle. Now, if somebody, one or two centers get injured while Potra is away, then, you know, you can maybe question the decision. But... For right now, they believe it is the right thing for him to do. He's played more hockey up to this point than he has in any fall season over the course of his OHL tenure. Um, A lot of games, a lot of hockey, and what he's learned at the NHL level should be able to translate well to uh, the world junior stage. Now, Don Sweeney said he'll be back. I do believe he will be back. Having said that, like I've talked about on the podcast before, there's still that 40 game mark where if he passes that his UFA year goes from 27 to 26. If the Bruins feel they're good with this group of four down the middle, would they send them back? If they add at the trade deadline, could they send them back to junior? Possibly, but I think he will be back. He'll learn from this experience for Team Canada and come back the all the better for it, I believe. Um, he's going to have a chance to play with some of his peers, and it's going to be an excellent – yeah, it's just such a great experience for these guys to be able to go over there and play for Team Canada – on a big stage, um, perhaps he hit a bit of a wall, but he just wants 
Don Sweeney just wants him to enjoy the experience, play the best hockey that he can, be a leader, be looked up to because he's the only player on the team that's played 30 games in the NHL or close to it. And um, yeah, they'll have eyes on the ground as well with uh, PJ Axelson, I believe, who lives over there. It's a home game situation for him. All these guys will be able to watch Matt Patra. So congrats to Matt for being named to Team Canada. Of course, I hope it's a, a gold medal that he brings home. And I'm excited to see how he's able to star on the biggest of stages for Team Canada. We'll talk a bit about what the lineup might look like for the Bruins tonight possibly with McAvoy and Zaka. Also some more from Don Sweeney um, on what Ryan Muganel said about Fabian Lysel the other day and the outlook for the rest of the season here as the podcast continues. Let's get, uh, let's keep it going here on Locked On Boston Bruins. The weather is getting frightful, but the deals remain red hot on FanDuel, the official app of the NFL and Locked On. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And it's not just for the NFL either. You can bet on NHL, NBA. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And for example, the over-under for tonight's Bruins wild game is set at, let's see here, Uh, go to FanDuel, check it out. The over-under is set at 5.5. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the action this NFL season and to get in on the NBA and NHL as well. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine, free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, We've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On local and national shows. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The Bruins are in action tonight, taking on the Minnesota Wild, the team that played last night and lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's the first of two meetings between these two teams this season. The next comes just in a few days on December 23rd. Philip Gustafson got the start for Minnesota last night, so it appears as though it will be Marc-Andre Fleury, who's 4-5-2 with an uh, goals against average of 3.29 so far this season. Uh, save percentage also not incredibly inspiring. So this is a team that the Bruins can beat. They've been 
getting a bit of a boost lately from a coaching change that they made, uh, relieving Dean Evason, bringing in John Hines, uh, 886 save percentage from Mark Andre Fleury. I should add over their last 10 games, they are seven and three, the wild compared to Boston's five, three and two. But again, uh, they lost last night. This will be the second of a back-to-back. So hopefully the Bruins can catch them a bit tired. Matt Boldy leads them in scoring over the last five games with three goals, five points, our old friend, Marcus Johansson with four assists over that stretch as well. This is a team that ha- does have some offensive weapons. Matt Zuccarello leads them in scoring. Kirill Kaprizov, you know, can go off on any given night. Joel Erickson Eck, Matt Boldy, rookie Marco Rossi, all dangerous as well. Um, so not a team to be taken lightly by any means, but a team that still can be beaten. They don't have a great power play. They're ranked 24th at 16.3% success rate. Their penalty kill is 31st at 72.4. So the Bruins can really take advantage here of some poor special teams on the part of the Minnesota Wild in order to get an important uh, win here tonight. Now, Pavel Zaka and... Charlie McAvoy both practiced on Monday, so they're possible for uh, tonight. Zaka was a full participant at practice on Monday, reassumed his previous duties, including centering the top power play unit. So looks like he is good to go. And his return, again, is another reason why it is that Patra was able to, to go and be uh, representing Team Canada. McAvoy as well, full participant, lining up on the top power play unit, and he looks like he'll be back after missing four games with an upper body injury. So the Bruins, uh, I believe at practice, the lines were Marshawn, Zaka, Pasternak, Heinen, Coyle, DeBrusque, Van Riemsdyk, Geeky, and Frederick. And then Lauko, Beecher, and Steen, which is a pretty optimal lineup at the moment without Patra. I'd probably shift things a little bit. I'd put uh, Coyle with Marchand and DeBrusque, move Zaka down with Posternak and Heinen. Maybe keep the rest. I don't know. But that's how things are looking for tonight's game against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, a very winnable game for the Boston Bruins here uh, as, you know, the Wild have picked things up following the coaching change, but they're still below 500, a minus goal differential coming off a of back-to-back last night, losing to the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, by a score of 4-3, to I believe. Uh, so it's a situation where the Bruins should be able to take advantage of the Minnesota Wild. All right, as the podcast continues, we're going to take a quick look at the Eastern Conference power rankings. Before we get to that, I did want to touch on what um, Don Sweeney had to say about uh, Ryan Mugano's comments on Fabian Lysel. Mugano said, you know, if he continues to play 
the way he is, if he's not going to buy in, he's not going to play for Jim Montgomery. And Don Sweeney was actually at the game after which Ryan had these frustrated comments. Um, Sweeney said the team played very well in the first period. Their pace was up. Lysel was a big part of that. He scored a goal on the power play and managed the puck well. But um, a young player like Fabian, specifically referencing kind of going one on four, not trying to go in and do his own thing. And it's all about managing the game and having an understanding. It's no different than what Brad Marchand, David Pasternak had to go through. Offensively inclined players are going to go through that. They want to do more. And sometimes it's just about maintaining within the team structure and executing. And that's something that Fabian and all young players are going to have to continue to go through. In fact, Sweeney said older players go through that as well. They want to do more. It's a good quality to have, but you've got to do it within the framework of the team. Uh, So he is not quite as down on uh, Lysel as perhaps Mugano was. Obviously, he was frustrated and he's wanting to see more from Lysel in, in terms of overall team play. But I don't think we have to worry too much about Lysel. He's on a development track, perhaps not quite ready to make a full-time jump, but maybe he'll get a call up here in the event of injury, and especially if the Bruins need a bit of a, an offensive boost coming up here in the coming weeks. But the Bruins, penalty killing, number one. Goaltending, number one for Sweeney. That's been huge. And the guys that they've brought in have provided a lot to the hockey club. JVR, Shattenkirk, Morgan Geeky. And overall, it's been a good start to the season for the Bruins. And we'll assess where they stand here in the Eastern Conference Power Rankings as the podcast continues. Game time is the app you want for surprising someone with hockey tickets this holiday season. You can buy tickets in as few as two taps with the best price guarantee and with a view from your seat so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, whether it's a hockey game, basketball, comedy, music, theater, and with their game time guarantee, you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and roll for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply, but just create an account, redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's do a quick jump through the Eastern Conference Power Rankings here to close off today's podcast. Kind of crazy to think that the Bruins are hitting the 30-game mark so far this season. Heading into it, they remain atop the Eastern Conference with 43 points, a 741 point percentage, which is tied with the New York Rangers. Give the Bruins a bit of an edge because they have a plus 
21 goal differential compared to the Rangers plus 16. At the bottom of the things, you have the Columbus Blue Jackets, who 391 minus 21 goal differential, by far the worst team in the East. The Ottawa Senators have played only 26 games so far, and yesterday fired head coach DJ Smith, bringing back Jacques Martin, which is a blast from the past, to say the least. Daniel Alfredson serving as his assistant. Possibly too late for Ottawa to turn things around. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10 and have lost four in a row. Same could be said of the Buffalo Sabres. They're 453 point percentage, minus 15 goal differential, 29 points through 32 games. The rest of the East, every team is above 500. That's 13 of 16 teams are above 500 at the moment. Uh, The Pittsburgh Penguins and Montreal Canadiens, Tampa Bay Lightning, they're all pretty close at 517, 516. Only the Penguins have a positive goal differential out of those three, however. And the New Jersey Devils kicking around as well, 569. 33 points through 29 games. The teams currently outside the playoff picture are all those. Detroit, New Jersey, Tampa Bay. Montreal is only one point back of the Lightning, I should add, with a game in hand, which is pretty crazy. And the Penguins, one point back of Tampa as well with two games in hand. The New Jersey Devils are in a better spot. One point back of Detroit and Washington, who's currently in that second wildcard spot with uh, two games in hand on Detroit. Washington has only played 28 games, and they're in a wildcard spot at the moment. So if you look at the Eastern Conference by point percentage, you have New York and Boston at the top. You have the Toronto Maple Leafs firmly in third, followed by the Philadelphia Flyers, if you can believe it, at 617. The Florida Panthers at 613. The Washington Capitals at 607. And the New York Islanders at an even 600. Both those teams have below zero goal differentials, I should add. The Devils, Hurricanes, Red Wings, Penguins, Canadians, Lightning, all rounding out the top 13 and all remain in playoff contention. The Sabres, Senators, you know, probably too late for them to get on board. And the Blue Jackets are well outside of the playoff race. It's going to be very interesting in the Eastern Conference. Keep in mind, Detroit, who's currently right on the verge of a playoff spot, just lost Vili Husso to injury. Alex Lyon is also with injury. So they are relying on James Reimer at the moment. It might have to call somebody up, um, depending on who is going to be out longest, or if anyone's going to be out the longest. Um, so, very tight Eastern Conference race at the moment. Boston, New York, and perhaps Toronto, well above. But again, Toronto only has nine regulation wins. Same as the Senators. One more than uh, Columbus, two more than the Canadians. So 
take their success with a bit of a, a grain of salt there. The Islanders, Capitals, are the two teams currently sitting in wildcard spots. Actually, no, sorry. It's the Hurricanes and the Capitals who are currently sitting in the wildcard spots with New Jersey, Detroit, Tampa close behind. So it's going to be a fascinating 2024 in the Eastern Conference, and you're going to, going to want to keep it locked to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest on the black and gold. Please do subscribe if you have not already so that you never miss a thing. Each new show automatically added to your feeds. Free to download, listen, and enjoy. Hope you all have a great Tuesday. Please do take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you again here tomorrow on a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins.